Welcome. You're listening to a recording provided for the use of the blind and print impaired. Materials or items read on Ayers LA are the copyright property of the original authors and publishers. No unauthorized use or duplication is permitted. Hello and welcome to this series of readings from Discover Magazine, a presentation of Ayers LA. Today's article was written by Dr. Julia Mitchie Bruckner. It was published in the January-February issue of the magazine. Please note that portions of the article are written in the first person. Doubled over. A mysterious pain in her gut had this four-year-old screaming in agony for hours. The tiny girl's wails echoed down the hallway of the pediatric emergency department. Only four years old, Emma was in relentless pain, crying and cradling her tender belly. Her doctors and nurses had tried a variety of pain medications, heating pads, and distracting toys, yet nothing seemed to calm her. They didn't see any obvious cause of her severe distress. Her parents were in tears. Just a few hours before, Emma had been her joyful, happy self, playing in the family's barn with their cat's litter of new kittens. She giggled in the hayloft as the kittens jumped around her. Suddenly, her parents heard her scream from the shed nearby. They found her doubled over, clutching her stomach and unable to walk. What happened? her father asked, wondering if she had fallen or gotten scratched by a mischievous kitten. I don't know, she replied. I just started hurting a lot. Her mother gave her a bath and some Tylenol. But Emma's screams continued, prompting her parents to bring her to our hospital. She looks like an appendicitis case, the triage nurse told us, shortly after Emma was settled in her room. I peeked in the door to find her shuffling toward the bed, arms clutching her lower abdomen, sweating and panting. Her face was contorted in discomfort. As I examined her, Emma nearly jumped off the bed when I touched the right lower part of her abdomen, tensing her belly in response. She promptly vomited and continued to cry in pain. The location and severity of her pain prompted concern for either appendicitis or a problem with her ovary, such as a twisting of the nearby blood vessels. These were true emergencies. We rushed Emma off for an ultrasound to figure out what was troubling her belly so much. I looked at the ultrasound with shock. Emma's appendix was entirely normal. Her ovaries and their blood flow were entirely normal as well. We had to look deeper, this time with a CT scan and blood tests. Emma cried the whole way to the scanner despite many doses of strong IV pain medication. As we took more pictures, I probed her parents about any injury, new exposure, signs of illness, or even any history of stomach problems. They couldn't recall anything out of the ordinary, just her abrupt pain while playing in the barn. Her CT images didn't help either. They showed no obvious cause for Emma's pain. No abscess, no mass, no blockage in her intestine, no sign of kidney stones. As far as the scans showed, there was simply nothing wrong. Her blood tests revealed nothing as well. We were stumped. I decided to call a pediatric emergency medicine colleague of mine. She had a curious question for me, 
Did you look at her skin? she asked, particularly for any bites or goosebumps. I realized I never had looked closely at her skin. Sure enough, when I returned to Emma's bedside, there it was, a patch of goosebumps on her abdomen surrounding faint bite marks, the skin around them now turning a shade of purple. We hadn't noticed the spot before. Distracted by a deeper internal cause, we forgot to look on the surface. Yup, there are goosebumps surrounding two tiny punctures, I told my colleague over the phone. It's a black widow spider bite, she replied. That's why she's in such severe pain, with normal findings otherwise, and why she's sweating and vomiting. Give her antivenom. When black widow spiders bite humans, they can cause an illness known as lactrodectism, named for the arachnids' genus Lactrodectus. With their bite, they inject a potent toxin that acts on the body's nervous system, acting to release large amounts of neurotransmitters. This leads to searing pain, cramping muscles, sweaty skin, and abnormally high heart rate and blood pressure. Often, victims are unaware they were bitten, making lactrodectism a tricky diagnosis. Physicians can attribute these symptoms to more common ailments, like the tense, painful abdomen of appendicitis or a bowel obstruction, or the sweating and elevated heart rate caused by a medication overdose. But a careful look for the classic pair of puncture wounds and the surrounding goosebumps can offer a helpful clue. As hours pass, the bite begins to take on a purplish hue, the skin blistering and ulcerating. At this point, the lesion is hard to miss, often clinching the diagnosis. Though lactrodectism is extremely uncomfortable, it occurs rarely and is usually not fatal. The black widow spider gets its ominous name from its habit of sometimes killing its partner after mating not because it's especially adept at killing humans. Only the females inject venom, and generally do so only when they're disturbed. Despite the fear they tend to induce, black widow spider bites are unusual. About 2,600 bites are reported to U.S. poison control centers each year, and deaths are extremely rare. More often, what someone is concerned may be a black widow bite ends up being caused by other spiders or other insects entirely, or isn't even a bite at all, but rather local allergic reaction or skin infection. Without a clear, witnessed bite from a spider, it's best to seek medical care before worrying too much about black widows. Black widow spiders tend to live in dry, dark, secluded spots, such as barns, sheds, closets, and basements. In the U.S., they're found primarily in the South and West. Emma had been so focused on her new kittens that she didn't see the spider, its shiny black body marked by a red hourglass, crawl from a hail bay to the underside of her shirt and bite her right in the belly. We now had a solution to Emma's terrible discomfort, Black Widow Spider Antivenom. Twenty minutes after it was infused into her vein, Emma's pain was gone. Her heart rate and blood pressure normalized. Her muscles relaxed. Then, relief washed over her face 
and she stopped crying for the first time since I had met her. It's like magic, her parents exclaimed, their tears of distress now replaced by those of joy. Emma stayed for a few more hours to finish her infusion and ensure her symptoms resolved. She ate a snack, took a nap, and watched a few episodes of her favorite cartoon. No further pain medications required. She asked to go home, eager to return to her new kittens. Her parents thanked us as they left, assuring us they would rid their barn of any spiders when they got home. Julia Mitchy Bruckner is a pediatrician at Children's Hospital Colorado. The cases described in Vital Signs are real, but names and certain details have been changed. My name is Brian Lemon. Thank you for listening, and stay curious. Stay curious.